Hey everyone, welcome to Mountain Made with Jess. This is your host, Jess Kissling, and thank you guys so much for joining me on today's episode. You guys, today I have a really great friend, Jamie. We had an incredible conversation about, geez, so many things. It was phenomenal to chat with her. I met her a few years ago, and we hadn't met in person until a few months ago. She attended my retreat in Moab, and it was so good to get to know her on, you know, a one-on-one basis with Allie, the other girl that attended. We had incredible conversations. We got to know each other better, and we kind of dive into, you know, having friendships with, you know, other supportive great women as adults and how it's not always easy. And so we talk about that. We talk about, you know, raising kids in today's world. We talk about exploring, adventuring, and so much more. You guys, I loved this conversation and I hope you guys gain some things from it. There's quite a few things that she said that I just was like blown away. Gave me a lot to think about and um, I hope it does the same for you guys. So this is our conversation. I'm just going to head right into it. I feel like we bonded so easily and I feel like we did before, but yeah. on the trip, it yeah. was just coming home. I felt like, oh man, I know. Like I'm happy to be home because I missed my babies, but I don't know. It's I guess, like- I guess this is what it feels like when you have like close girlfriends, maybe like college girlfriends or something and you yeah. live in different ways and you live in separate, you know, different States. And so it's wild how you can connect with somebody on such a deep level so yeah. fast. It but is. I feel like when you can connect with somebody, like it just works. So yeah. And, and being able to be vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. With that connection, because I think, you know, we connect with lots of people on so many different levels, but being able to connect with yeah. other females specifically and yeah. allow yourself to be vulnerable without, um, second guessing that is, uh-huh. it's a really beautiful thing. And I think in some cases it's just lost. It, so I 1000% agree. It yeah. is. So I'm glad that I was at a place in my life to be able to, to like have that with you. Same. You know? I feel exactly the same way. It's crazy. Cause like leaving the retreat, like I was, like you said, like so excited to go home and see the family, but on that other level, I've just connected with these girls. We've had an amazing weekend and like, we're all going our separate ways. It's hard. Cause you don't connect like that with a lot of people. I feel like, like you said, with women, especially. Yeah, I agree. Um, I didn't really have too much of a core group of females. Um, growing up like girlfriends. Um, I floated. Yeah. I floated around different groups in school and, um, you know, I just never quite fit. I still don't. I, I feel like, but yeah, once you kind of find your tribe of girls and it wasn't until I was in my gosh, in my early thirties that I finally met a core group of women that were just really focused on the same things I was focused on, you know, self-growth and, and they were just really positive examples. And, and that's how I learned to be vulnerable again. Well, when people are that way, I feel like it allows you to be that way because it's, it's accepted and taken in and not as like, I'm going to twist this and like stab you in the back with it because that's hard. And to recover from that is hard. (laughs) Well, you know, that's an interesting point because I do believe there's, um, there's just a lack of trust Mm -hmm. between female bonds just for that simple reason. Um, and I have felt that a lot, um, you know, in the past several years, especially, but I think becoming good with yourself and just knowing yourself is so important. And a lot of women just stop working on that and they stop finding the things that light their fire outside of their partnerships and, and their family home life, you know, and um, they forget, yes. forget what it feels like yep. to be um, just free with themselves and and they can't be that way with each other. And there's a lot of cattiness and 
um, tearing down of other successful women or even not successful, just women in general, uh, small town vibe can be a little rough at times. I agree. That's, you know that you got oh, small town vibes yeah. too. And I mean, there's there's some great people, but like yeah, even sure. going through high school and like elementary and all that, I had good friends. Like there's a few really good friends, but like we lost touch for a long time. You know, after elementary school, we kind of hung out here and there, but not really. And then I connected with one right after high school and best friends. And the other one, it took us a little bit because we lived further away, but like we still stayed in touch here and there. But when you connect with each other and talk, like it's like you have that bond that doesn't really go away and there's no cattiness, but there's only like one or two people that I can say that about. Yeah. And I have, I have one. Yeah. Yes. And she's been in the air force for 20 years. This is her 20th year. And we were best friends in high school and we've kept touch. Sometimes it would be, we'd communicate once every six to eight months. Yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Um, Yeah. It's, it's really great to have that one or two, those, Mm -hmm. those women that are just, uh, they're pillars, you know, going anywhere. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I, I think the retreats are so valuable just for that reason alone, because had it not been, you know, for how we connected with each other through Sean and, and just our like-mindedness and then you going out on a whim (laughs) and putting these retreats together, which is extremely, you know, you have to be vulnerable to do that. Yeah. Right. And, And I know coming from places of scarcity in my past, like how scary that can be. Yeah. To, to do that. Um, but I think that your intention of being able to bring women together and, you know, and create that environment for them is just, oh, it's just so needed. And a lot of people aren't willing to do it. Yeah. To allow themselves or there there's, I I think that's, what's hard is I see so many women that could benefit from that, whether it's the retreats I'm hosting or other retreats or something similar, or even just getting together with you know, other women in the community, but it's intimidating to them and they've been burned too many times. And my hope is that someday, like putting out those messages consistently, like it took me a long time to like join Sean's group or do anything that I've done. Like it takes time and repetition of hearing things and finally gaining that confidence and that strength to like, screw it. I'm going to go for it. But I'm hoping that those women, because People can benefit from connection way more than we can even imagine. Well, I think it's an interesting process because um, as women, we are uh, very much willing to invest in others, mm-hmm. right? Because that's our nature. Yes. You know, we, yes. We invest in our spouses. We invest in our children. We invest in their relationship yes. with other children. Um, and we invest in our friendships but we don't invest in ourselves enough. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like the value that I got most from that retreat, because I feel like, you know, I've been on a journey in the past few years to invest more into myself. Yes. Um, but boy, I guess I didn't really know what that truly felt like until your retreat. I love that. That was my heart happy. It it was, it was really important for me. And I feel like I was able to um, you know, come home with a little bit more of myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's important for, I feel like all of us women to take that time, find that, make that time, make the time. Yes. Not even find it. It's there. Like just make it and invest. It doesn't matter. You know, I mean, it does matter value cost wise. Yeah. Do what you can. And it could be the littlest thing. Yeah. A walk in the evening. It could be a Zoom call with, you know, one of your best girlfriends. Yep. You know, that's what's, that's, what's important is I was that woman that was like, I can't take the time. I don't have time. I can't take. And I felt the guilt and the guilt and the guilt. And I'm like, no, like I have to, like, it's a priority for me. And it has to be a priority. As soon as I made it a priority, it's like the time just was there. When you make it happen, it's there and you have more of it than you really think because you're prioritizing that over Netflix or 
well, phone or whatever it is. Yeah. And I think too, um, well, the phone's the big one. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I do feel like the phone is even more of a distraction for most of us because our businesses thrive with it. Yes. Um, mine is more or less because it's my lifeline to my business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have some goals set up for the year to be able to try to detach some of that. So that way, it's great when we check out at the end of the day, we're, we're checking yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And when we check out for the weekends, we're checking out, but. Well, and when you have your own business, like it's difficult to do that. 24-7. It's seriously, because yeah. even if you're not like on the phone or on, like your mind is constantly going and it's hard sometimes to make that switch when you get home to like, okay, we need to like, I don't want to say necessarily turn it off because it's, it's impossible to turn off completely, but like to just be present in, in moments can be really challenging. <laughs> yeah. I've, de- I've recently definitely been dealing with that. Um, <laughs> you know, aside from all of the layers of busyness that mm-hmm. us as women deal with business as business owners or not, yeah. Uh, even if it's hustling, you know, to yeah. and from the door each day between, you know, your working hours and, and family life. But yeah. uh, I've added another layer of incorporating 75 hard awesome. yes. into this routine. Um, and it's, it's a lot different when you have to uh, leave midday from the office, mm-hmm. go take care of a workout or yeah. in between stop at home because it changes, it changes the yeah. day. It, it um, it increases the desire to just settle into home for the rest. So it's been a really interesting mental game to strategically plan out Mm -hmm. what my day is going to be, not just work-wise or for 75 hearts purposes, Mm -hmm. but in every aspect and how important it is to find that time still, Mm -hmm. you know, It's so true. That's one thing that I love about you though, is you make that a priority. And I've seen you do that with whether it's trips or just little adventures with your kids or Mm -hmm. like your man or whatever it is, like you have made that a priority the last little while. And I love that because I think women, especially seeing other women do that, it's like, wait a minute, if she's like running a business and she has kids and life, like, and she can do that, why, why can't I? And I love seeing women prioritize, even though it's hard. And even though we always can do better, that's life, but you're shining that light. And I love it so much. Like, I love it. It's, um, boy, I feel like, you know, the last four years or so since the end of my marriage and Mm -hmm. this journey that I've been on, um, gosh, it's been like so wild to, to just experience and explore and adventure into the areas that I always thought about, but never took time yeah. or made effort to, to do. Yeah. And, um, and making that a priority. One of the things that the, the kids and I did the first year and it wasn't intentional, <laughs> it was the most insane process, but you know, at the end of the year, I made an album for them each. And it was, it was just of all of our adventures. It was through chat books and it was through all the pictures of my phone and you, it went by trips and it was cute. Right. I thought you had this and I wrote something sweet in there, you know, and I'd hope that they each kept their copy, you know, anyhow, as I was organizing the book or making little comments on certain photos, I recognized that majority of the adventures we went on were firsts for my kids. Oh my God. And it kind of lit a fire inside of me to continue to explore first and not just first for them, but first for the, all three of us, right? Like how cool would it be to experience something for the first time at, Mm -hmm. as an adult Mm -hmm. with your your kids? Like how neat is it to experience and, and, and just feel that vibe and that energy from them? Um, so yeah, I've got a list of places that yeah. I'm just anxious to get to that they've never been. You know? I love it. And that's, it's, 
So cool. <laughs> yeah. A few of, uh, a few of them I, I I've had to go through like for work purposes and I'm just yeah. like, like, we can't wait. <laughs> can't wait to get you guys there. And so. it makes, it makes that like anticipation, like build up and then watching them and experience it. It's like you're experiencing it for longer because you're so right. excited for before too. And then the memories after that's what I love about like experiences and adventures and trips is like you have the buildup and the excitement, and then you have the actual adventure. And then you have the memories and the photos that you look back on and the connections that you make with other people through them. And it, it like gives you that life experience and that moment that it's not just, it's not just that weekend or that day. It's like yeah. a lifetime of memories. And I love well, it. I mean, you, we experienced that. And when we yep. were in rehab together, it brought back a flood of memories for you uh-huh. and all the times you spent there as a kid. And we <laughs> yeah. got to relive some of that through your photos. And it was just really, um, it was really awesome, Jess. I mean, I think that if I can encourage anybody, you know, out there, it's make a list of firsts yeah, and try to check one or two off a year, Yep, you know, even if it's legitimately, just checking out a museum the next town over. Yeah. Whatever it is, um, see it for the first time with your kids. Yeah. Because we only have a few more summers with them, a few more winter breaks, a few more Christmases. Um, And so I've just really been kind of on a mission to capture that. And, you know, we know life's short. Yeah. We never know when our number is going to be old. But uh, I do think that you know, and I actually did this. I asked my kids two years ago, I said, Hey, what'd you get for Christmas? What, what did you get from Santa two years ago? And I was sitting there and I said, do you remember, do you remember which not last Christmas, the Christmas before Santa brought you? They could not answer that question, but you know what they could answer in detail? (laughs) The trip to Sedona we took in June. Yeah. And the trip to the Grand Canyon. Yep. You know, and they could tell you every detail of yeah. that five days from what they had for breakfast to the taste of smoothie <laughs> at the pool. Yep. They couldn't tell you what Santa brought them mm-hmm. two Christmases before. And that was validation enough for me to yeah. know that memories over gifts were, would far surpass anything. So if I was ever at a point where you know, maybe I couldn't afford to take as many trips or take them on an, as many adventures. Yeah. Um, that we would always try to focus um, our time and our finances to at there. least one. Yeah. Right? Yep. I think it's so powerful what you said. Like that's that's something I think every one of us as parents can can do with our kids. And I know a lot of people that do, you know, a, a vacation or something for Christmas. And I think it's so valuable to have yeah. those experiences because even as a grown adult, like I remember trips that I took with my family. I remember maybe one thing I got for Christmas, my whole like childhood. Same. So, the same. So yeah. those memories and those trips and those adventures, like that's what embeds, like it's the adventure and that experience, but like the connection while you're there, you don't get connection from a wrapped present under the tree. You don't no. get that connection. And that's what we're missing in today's society, I think, is connection. Well, you nailed it. I mean, what (laughs) do most people do to feel good? They buy things. Yes. Right? Yep. They um, fill their garage with Mm -hmm. toys or or a closet full of designer bags or whatever (laughs) things. Yep. Um, And I, I, I really challenge as many people as I can to, to get out there and connect, even if it's not with people, even if it's just with mother earth. And yeah, I mean, like, we had a lot of laughs about, you know, when we were on our hikes, yes. Just about those things. Like, so it's, it's one of those things that I'm, that's where I love like the outdoors and connection. Like it seriously, like it bonds people. And that's why that's one big reason where like this connection and women and friendships and bonds and working on myself and, you know, encouraging other people to do the same, like it comes together. 
connection, the outdoors, like it all, you know, personal development, like it all comes together and fits so well that I had to incorporate all of them because that's that's what changed me. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's what changed me. And that's what continues to change me and help me level up and realize, you know, dark things within me that I need to work on. Like it's, you don't get that from comfort. You don't get that from sitting in a bed. You get that from being out there with your frustrations and the hardness and your heart beating and the sun beating down on your face and somebody next to you and, and the conversation and the conversation in your head, like it just flows. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that aren't willing to do the hard work. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not willing to touch that darkness. If they have any, I believe it. Um, you know, it's easier to stay in the hustle. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, because in the hustle is where your thoughts are typically silenced. Mm -hmm. And when you're not in the hustle and when you're quiet, yep. um, that that's when the work begins. And a lot of people aren't, aren't willing to do it. That's true. And I'm I'm going to share something along those lines that I'm going to have to check with my sister before I actually publish this, (laughs) make sure she's okay with me sharing, but we went and did, have you seen like those salt, like floating tub pod things? Yes. I haven't done one yet, but yeah, it's on the list. It's so cool. Totally (laughs) advise it. So it's a date night idea. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So my sister was like, we should go do that. And I'm like, okay. So we get there and he goes, well, do you want to float together? Or do you want to do separate? And I'm like, I'm good either way. Like, and she goes, well, I'm kind of afraid to go by myself. And I'm like, well, you told that to the wrong person. Cause I'm going to tell you, you should go by yourself. (laughs) And originally I'm thinking like claustrophobic wise, like she just has that fear of being enclosed. She was okay, fine. So we both went separate. And at the end of the 60 minutes, cause it's, you know, you can't have your phone. You can't have anything in there with you. It's just music and you and your thoughts. And after we got done, she was like, kind of surprised. She goes, I was really afraid to like be alone with myself in the quiet for that long. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't even think about that being why you didn't want to be in there. She's like, yeah, like I was really nervous about that. But she goes, I think I've done enough work on myself that like, it wasn't bad. Like it was a really good experience. And like, that shows how far you've come. Like just being alone in the quiet, like it's daunting to a lot of people because they don't want to dig deep. It's scary. It's where the demons lie, but like if you can conquer those things and face those things in my experience, sometimes they're as bad as you think, but 90% of the time, it's not as bad as you think to conquer that fear. So it's always worse in our head than what it actually is. Yeah. It wasn't until probably on that same kind of note, I want to say it was probably the, um, it was, early 2021. Yeah, really early 2021. A couple of my girlfriends invited me over for, for a Reiki meditation session. I had never, I had never done anything like that, but after being to Sedona, the, you know, the the fall before that, I was completely on board with tapping into anything that I could within myself. And so, um, yeah, I decided to go to one of the sessions and, um, it was incredible to experience, um, that level of connection Yeah, in such a quiet moment. So, cool. and what it taught me was that I needed to explore alone, mm-hmm. being alone more, yeah. um, in a healthy way. And yeah. so I actually, I crave it. I crave yeah. it. I crave it a lot. Um, I really enjoy the solo trips. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the solo drives. Sometimes I'll just get in my car and drive for hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe not so much recently, but you know, <laughs> and I think there's, there's so much goodness in that. There is. Yeah. And there can a be a lot of people. Um, they discount that or they feel, mm-hmm. they feel different for wanting that. Yeah. Like they're supposed to need somebody. Yeah. And, uh, it takes a lot of work to be good with yourself 
yeah, long enough to be able to do something like your sister did. Yeah. Like, oh, pat on the back. Like I, I handled do that this. really, really well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think there's some, some good lessons yeah. with that challenging yourself yeah. Yeah. in those areas where you can kind of sit with your thoughts. Yeah. I think that's one thing that I really am like focusing on with my kids as well, because kids nowadays, like there's so much distraction and so much, like they're constantly like getting input, but I'm like, Whoa, okay. Let's take a step back. Yes. <laughs> you need to take a step back for a minute. And it's hard because they are not used to, I mean, it depends, I guess, but like, I didn't really have that either but I didn't recognize it until I was older, but I'm like, I would love for them to like, see the value of like being cool with just being with yourself. Yeah. Being okay with your thoughts and you're just being good with your own company. And I think that's a powerful thing. I agree. And I feel like, um, there is a lot of attachment, right? Mm -hmm. Kids are attached. They're attached to everything. Yeah. We are attached to everything. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, you know, social media, you're in the know. Uh huh. And so I think kind of creating that and detaching them yeah. from a lot of those elements on a regular basis mm-hmm. helps them to be okay. Yeah. As well. Um, my kids are, I mean, they, they definitely have their moments of being really, you know, clung and attached to me or yeah. their other relatives, but yeah, I see that. That's a really good point. I mean, just really teaching them that they it's okay. Like, like it's okay if you good. need the evening in your room. Yeah. With your music on, I'm you know, I'm not going to force you to come out and watch a movie yeah. with me or yeah. go with me to the grocery store. Yes. You're allowed to have that, that time. It's good for you. Yep. That's my daughter. I mean, I think it's hard to like girls are just <sighs> so different than boys. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the world does it right now, but we do. <laughs> um, she went for a little bit of like, she wanted to be with me a lot. And I'm like, Hey girl, like you're good. And it took me a little bit. And then finally, cause when I'd go somewhere and take like my son or something and she, I don't really want to be alone. And I didn't know if it was, she was scared or like, what was, And lately she's like, no, I kind of just want to be alone. And I'm like, okay, all right. Like the other day we were um, exploring just behind our house and she was looking and found like some old broken China from like houses that had been back there and just cool stuff. But she just goes off and explores by herself. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Mm -hmm. Parenting is such a trip. (laughs) It is. I don't know what I'm doing, but we're just doing the best we can. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're de- definitely pushing for more independence. Uh, actually we just did it this morning and tomorrow morning is going to be a really interesting process. Um, they're with their dad, but, um, so this morning, you know, I got them up, but they had to get themselves to school because yeah, I had my first workout. I had to get in and I had appointment yeah. at nine and you know, I, I had stuff scheduled. Yeah. So we had a long talk about, okay, you need to get up, you need to get dressed, you need to do blah, blah, blah. And they're yeah. 11 and 13. So, yeah. um, but you know, Bella's going to ride off to school on her bike and Dom will walk. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was an interesting process for me Yes. I typically take them. Yeah. Every once in a while, they'll, they'll get to do this independent thing, but, um, you know, Bella got to school. She did not. Um, she didn't, she didn't text me. (laughs) So I, I had to, you know, go through the process of putting myself in check. I may have driven by the school to make sure her, (laughs) you know, there's a retraining for us too. Well, and it's a good to just let them explore or let them, you know, feel like they've conquered something new. Um, we do a lot. That's you know, we deal with that a lot, even at the cabin. I just let them. Yeah. Go it's explore. important. Yeah. So that's even it, even just a weird example, even at my office today, Hunter had to go back for like an hour with me after school and he watched a movie for a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, go play. Like, and so he was out back playing 
just outside and jumping on different things and have fun. And we get in the truck and I was like, Hey bud. And he's like, what? And I'm like, which was more fun? Cause I'm just trying to like imprint in his mind that like engage the brain. Yes. Like, which is better. Cause there's times that I have to fight him. Like, Hey, get off your butt and go do something. He loves watching things and building things. And like, he started into video games a little bit and different things. He loves that, which is fine. But I'm like, you're also a boy that like needs to go run and play and get your energy out because he's a busybody. So I'm like, which was more fun? And he's like, well, you know, the answer to that, you're really going to make me answer. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, play it outside. I'm like, see, like sometimes, yes, it's easier to like sit on the couch and watch a movie. Yeah. You can get your butt outside, even for me, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. even for me to like, just be like, no, let's go do something it engages you in a different way. Yeah. And granted, there is times that, yes, you need to relax and have some R&R. But getting up and adventuring and exploring, just even if it's like your backyard or somewhere in town, like you were saying, like just getting out and exploring things and just being that example for your kids. That's one thing. You're phenomenal. Like you're doing phenomenal. You're being a light for your kids. I think we both are. Well, thank you. We're doing it. You know, um, kind of a cool thing Dominic got into recently is geocaching. Oh, I've seen that. So he downloaded the app. He was um, obsessive about it when we were in San Diego. He's like, mom, <laughs> there's a geocache here. And we were like at a state park and we're all of us are like oh, in the bushes looking for the geocache. So yeah. that's like a really fun thing to do for the kids. Um, yeah. Now that he has that, they are already all psyched out about you know, getting up to the cabin and exploring all that landscape and checking out geocaching. So so I feel like for those that are like, have a hard time getting their kids outside, that might be a great activity, great idea, family thing to do. And they have them all over, like all over. So fun. They they can also start one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that would be really fun for kids to do for other kids. Mm -hmm. Like how cool is it to be able to be like, so excited on planning it and doing it that's they did um well they still do sometimes they do like a treasure hunt here mm-hmm. and it's so cool they do like clues online and on youtube and like they'll leave things certain places that's so cool and that was one of our funnest days probably was it was two th- i think it was two years ago um and we were way off on where we were. It was like not even in this part of Utah, but like they knew that this is where those clues led and it just was so fun. So thank you for that idea. I need to, we need to do that because yeah, I think that's I think very be, valuable. I think it'd be a cute idea to like, yeah. even in some of these national parks and stuff and these state parks to do something yeah. kind of cute like that and do the maps. Um kind of a funny backstory. I mean, we both have daughters. They're going to be 16 eventually. My mom did one of the coolest things for me for my 16th birthday. She sent me on a scavenger hunt. Oh, so she had family members who were going to send me gifts. She had them send them in advance. And, um, I had to have a driver. Yeah. She hit them all over town. That's so cool. Businesses. Um, and I had clues that I had to a uh, riddles I had to solve. Okay. In order to figure out where oh, the gift fun. was. And I just think, um, I don't know, just doing some sort of yeah. engagement like that is really kind of cool. And yeah. it was hands down the best birthday I've ever had. And it was so thoughtful. So and cool. um hopefully I still have the sweet little story she wrote that had all the clues Aww. in it somewhere. I'm pretty sure I do. That's cool. But um, yeah, just adding on to that adventuring, right? Yeah. Pushing the adventure and encouraging these little minds to be explorers too, not just on the internet. Not just on the, so in Minecraft. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's one thing that I I wonder, like, what do kids do nowadays? Like, like we used to be doing all this weird crap. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, you know, unfortunately the stuff that I did as a kid, as younger than them, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think I would ever let them do it. <laughs> the, the all day adventures yeah. at, you know, like your son's age. Yeah. 
three, four miles away, jumping <laughs> off the train trestles into the river. Um, like just absolutely yep. crazy. Um, I, I'm not sure. It's I, I'd have wild. to like check myself and see if I'd be okay with them doing a lot yeah. of the things that I did at their age or younger. Yeah. Um, it's a different world. Certainly. That's exactly what I was just going to say. It's hard because it's a, such a different world. And it's wild because now it, it seems flip-flop. Like we'd be more apt to let them do that because we have phones and we can track them and we can keep tabs on them. But also that makes them more vulnerable to things. Like it's it's such a flip-flop in the world. Like you say, it's, it's just a different place now. Yeah, That's where is. I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm like talking to my daughter. I'm like, we need to get like you and a bunch of friends and like figure out something to do. And she's like, like what? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to figure out something though, because picture like 13, 14 year old kid going out and like just doing something fun, like at the park, even like something so simple as going to the park and throwing Frisbees or footballs. It doesn't really happen anymore. No, you should check my uh, Facebook story today or my memory that came up. Okay. Literally that it's one of my favorite memories ever. And it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I just told the kids, let's go to the park and Bella grabbed her soccer ball and Dom grabbed his baseball glove and I grabbed yeah. my glove and we played catch and it was just the best. Afternoon. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, we, I mean, I feel like our community, we do see a lot of that still, but it's just different. It's yeah. um, the respect level kids have too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I see it a lot, at least in my community where it's like, oh, the group of kids is back at the park and they're being disrespectful or they're, they're cussing at the adults and, oh, you yeah. know. I think that the, the morals and values and yeah. behavior, it's a lot different than it was yeah. when we were a kid because, you know, my, my parents didn't have a cell phone when I was, you know, yeah. nine or 10 years old, yeah. but you know what, if I was out in the community and I screwed up, they yeah. definitely knew about it before I got home on my bike. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and there was no video to prove it. And I still got in big trouble. <laughs> so I just think that the, um, the world we're parenting in is it's just so oh, dramatically different. Yep. And it's hard to think like, what, what do, like, how do we navigate it while also raising like incredible people? That's, that's my goal. Like, I don't want to raise like I don't know, sissy babies. Like that sounds really harsh to some people, but yeah. like, that's, that's, I don't want that. Like I want them to be strong and confident and know that they're loved and capable of anything. And right now it's like building that confidence is so much harder. I think. Yeah. I think that there's like, I think that they often, or we often forget to remind them that failure is your greatest teacher. And I think that kids these days have so much pressure on them to be perfect or to not mess up. Um, and so I often remind my kids like failure is your greatest teacher. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, know that fear of failure is only going to hold you back from anything you're trying yeah. to do. Yeah. And we all deal with it. Uh, I struggle with it as an adult. Oh, um, I think we all do. We all definitely do. I'm sure. Yeah. But to instill in them now, um, you know, some of the things that I didn't know yeah. until I was an adult, that's how we're going to raise. See, and I, I think such a good point. I think it's such a good point. I loved, um, speaking of failure, I think it's Sarah Blakely was talking and I loved what she said. She said her dad at the dinner table, instead of telling like what happened good at school or what they learned at school, he would ask what they failed at that day. And she's like, it was so backwards from what I expected to hear from him. But like every day I'm like, crap, I got to tell my dad what I failed at, or I'm going to be in trouble or have to come up like he's going to make me come up with something by the end of the day. That's powerful. Very powerful. I am going to definitely adopt Isn't, that. That's such a cool idea that I've asked my daughter yeah, a few times. That's, that's something that I think, um, we all need to be more comfortable talking about is our failures. Yeah. Um, and not be afraid of judgment, yes. which is, you know, yeah. a common symptom. Yep. Uh, and so I think that for kids trying to instill that in them now is yeah. that's brilliant. It's I so- thought it was such a good idea. And what's funny is both those things, the 
you know, we're striving and we feel like we have to be perfect. And the fear of judgment is all from social media. hundred percent. That's I look at kids and I'm like, how does like, my mind has a hard time with it. Trying to instill in them. And that's where I think us being good examples and being able to overcome it ourselves and show them how is so important. Yeah. And it, but it starts with showing up for yourself. Yes, absolutely. That's the only way yep. that it'll officially sink in for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it took me a long time to show up for myself. Oh, same. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still learning. Yes. I think cool. we all are. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, when my kids show up for themselves, it's like a big win, dude. I, we recognize it. I pointed yep. out to them. I explained to them how important it is that yeah. they understand what they just did. Um, yep. and you know, having daughters, it's yep. really tough. Yep. As far as the, the social scene goes. So my kids don't have social media, mm-hmm. but they have access to YouTube and Pinterest yep. and some of the other media platforms yeah. that just influence just as easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, a lot of their friends have social media, so yep. get the exposure from yes. that aspect. Yep. Um, so helping to instill that confidence mm-hmm. is, is, it's really exhausting. It sometimes. is. It uh, is. It can be. Yeah. That's, and I feel like sometimes you don't feel like you're being heard because mm-hmm. they don't, but I think they, they absorb and hear and understand more than we can imagine. That's so I got to show you something. I don't know if you can see it real well. So my daughter, I text her and I said, come outside and hang out with us. And she says, when I'm done. So that is her cold bath, which (laughs) she has fought me on because she's doing track, but she's fought me on it so hard. And then finally she's like, no, I'm doing a nice bath. I'll be down in a minute. And I'm like, it's clicking. Like, so Jess, I have to ask then when is the mother daughter retreat going to happen? Okay. So she has been asking about that too. I think we need to do one. Um, I think to myself, wow, how powerful would that have been to be able to do with my own mom when I was that age and how would that have impacted me? Yeah. Um, How would that have impacted our relationship? Yeah. My mom's amazing. Yeah. We're super, super close. And, you know, I think to myself, I look back on, on being a kid and her parenting and I think, wow, there's so many similarities. Yeah. Cool. Um, But I'm forever thankful for, for the opportunity to have met so many of you guys and to be able to create the relationships because my daughter has benefited so much from all of the self growth and yeah. the work yeah. uh, that I've done. Yeah. Since. So yeah, doing that retreat would be, would be fantastic. I'm ready. I got a great little spot on a lake. Right. Dude, you so do. <laughs> I was going to ask you, how's your snow? <laughs> oh my gosh. You want to see a live picture since you showed a picture. Yes. All yes. right. You are going so this is opening weekend of trout season. Oh, cool. Um, at the lake and I'm, I'm not going to be there oh. because I can't get the suburban down the driveway. So I'm not sure if you could see oh, this. Oh my God. So let me see if I could do this backwards. Let me see where I'm at. Okay. So this yeah. is the top of my barbecue. Oh my God. And you can see my propane tank, I think, somewhere over here. It's still kind of buried. There's actually a wood pile under here somewhere, too. Wow. So um, we've got about. So how many feet for like the listeners? How many I would feet say would you... maybe four feet still. In okay. The of the cabin. Did you measure like at the peak? Like. Um, I think I had said so it went all the way to the roof. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we were we were buried. That's it's like those pretty, photos that I've seen, like is yeah. like unfathomable. <laughs> yeah. So they're not, um, the last I heard, and I think they're deciding tonight, but 
the lake was still partially frozen. So they're not even sure if they're going to be able to open That's wild. up for boating. Um, so it's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. listen, it's historic. Wild. Yeah. It's, me. yeah. And um, I can't wait to get up there, but yeah. yeah, there's lots of good adventuring around there. And it looks like incredible. Like I can see why you love it so much. Yeah. I'm not sure if I shared with you, speaking of adventuring. So I'm checking off a bucket list item in July. Yeah. I told you about this. Oh, I don't think. I I don't know if you have. I haven't told many people and I'm going to tell the world right now. So now (laughs) I have to do it. Yes. If I don't do it, I'm going to look just really terrible. No. So when um, Travis and I started dating, we talked about all of our bucket list goals, dreams. Mm Mm-hmm. You just talk about it all, right? Yeah. And um, we have quite a few shared bucket list um, things to check off. And one of them is hiking Half Dome at Yosemite. No so way. You put in for permits and we got pulled. <gasps> permits. So we've got permits to hike Half Dome. Oh my gosh. Um, two days after I turned 40 in July. And oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you. I'm um, petrified. <laughs> so the fact that we're doing 75 hard right now, right. Yeah. As permits, uh, it's perfect because yeah. I am going to need all the upper body strength yeah. I can get to pull myself up those cables. Dude. Um, and I did some research. Uh, it's apparently harder than angels landing. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to vote that we need to do a girl's trip to Zion and okay. do angels landing after. Cause that is my second, Deal. that's my second hike. Deal. Let's do it. I've done it. It's freaking incredible. I know. I remembered it's your picture. Incredible. So, so yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Lots of, uh, lots of adventuring and we're going back to Moab. You are. <laughs> yeah. Yay. So I, I gotta do that devil's garden hike. It's oh, cool. Very cool. I'm excited for you. Look at you. See, yeah, you're just, you're one of those people that's a lot of people talk and I've been guilty of that, but putting in the action and like, I have a calendar up on my bedroom wall of the whole year. It's like, Mm -hmm. it has like the months and it's listed like you have every little box, like every day of the year is a little box. And it's so wild how fast this year like has been going. And I'm like, if we don't mark those things off, who knows if we'll have the time, the health, even the life to like do those things. Yep. So good job. Like, I'm so proud of you. Now I'm like, okay, what's on mine that I'm doing like next? Gotta do it. The word of the year should be intentional. Period. Yeah. yeah. It just should be intentional. And, um, you know, I challenge everybody when I can, like, yeah, check stuff off your list. Why yep. are you going to wait? Why are you stacking all that money away? Yep. To what? 65 when it's yeah. harder for you. I mean, you're going to hike the cables and do half dome. It's, you know, right. What, do you do? what are the, what are the things locally yep. you haven't seen? See, and that's where I guess my next one would be. Um, and it's in the works. We just are waiting for the snow <laughs> is hiking um, Kings peak. And it's, it's the tallest mountain in Utah. And it's like literally a couple hours from here. So I'm like, why not? Like that's Yosemite for me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like one of those things that we were going to do it last year and then things just, the year just was gone. And so this year I'm like, Hey, as soon as we can get up there, like, I'm sure we could with snow, but I'm like, I would like to just take a few women and just go camp overnight and just enjoy. So that's in the works. I'm thinking that'll be like probably mid June. If you want to go, <laughs> I would love that. I might need it. Hey, I hey. I had done zero research on what it actually takes to hike half dome. And so yeah. I really need all those big hikes that I can. Okay. It's so. I'm excited. It's a good one. Um, I did uh, Mount Tippinogos a few years ago and I need to go back and do that one. That's when you're yeah. in town, when one of these days, like when you go to Salt Lake, all me out there, we have to do that one. Cause it's incredible. Yeah. Well, um, we'll be in at the end of the month. Okay. So I'll connect with you and I do. I'm not sure if we'll be able to get well, a big or you can just meet us in Moab. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a blast. Pack up the hubby for a, for, <laughs> a, you know, a night or two. 
Yeah, that would be a blast. You'll have to desert with us. Text me the dates and stuff. I will. See if I can make it happen. I just love chatting with you. I've missed you since the retreat. And we'll have to we'll have to do face-to-face calls. It's so much better um, than text. <laughs> yes, please. It's so much better than text. Yes. I feel like because texting, you're always on the go, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have we texted and I'm like driving or yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm parked and <laughs> working or whatever. And yep. versus just doing this. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Maybe, maybe we need to issue some challenges. Oh, deal. Okay. Maybe, maybe we need to start some challenges. Let's like do first, it. We need a first challenge, right? Yes. Check off something that you've never done before yep. in the next 30 days, right? Yep. That you wanted to do or wanted to see. Um, and, and then maybe it's, you know, reconnecting with somebody or having a zoom call or a FaceTime call with somebody and just checking in. Yeah. Tag tag me, tag Jamie. If you do it on social message us, like we would love to hear our information will be below. Tell us the experience, show us the experience, show the world your experience. That would be amazing. We have to shine these lights that we have. And I know sometimes it's hard to realize that we have those lights inside of us because we all have insecurities. We all have doubts. We all have fears, but taking that step to like take challenge and just say, okay, I connected with a friend I hadn't talked to in a long time is powerful. Doing a first is powerful. Yeah. And it's necessary. Oh yeah, it is. I I 1000% agree. And I would say like, even just take it a step further is the video yourself talking about their reaction and how it affected you. Even if you don't share it with anybody, keep it for yourself. That's one thing that I've started doing like after a hike or at the top of a mountain or during something that is an important moment in my life and videoing it just for even just for me. Mm -hmm. Most people have never seen mine, (laughs) but it's powerful. That's interesting. I think I need to do it more, but yeah, I have a couple of those for sure. And they're definitely mine. Some of them are very hard to watch. Yeah. Some of them, um, some of the pictures, some of the trips, mm-hmm. they're very hard for me to revisit because um, I remember the stuff I was working through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, and it all floods hard back. Work I was doing right yeah. for myself. <clears throat> but uh, man, what an awesome journey. Yeah. What an awesome adventure. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> we are the biggest adventure we will ever encounter is ourselves. Right. So next, I think we're going to have to, um, you're going to have to get me up there and you're going to have to take me hunting. Dude, let's do it. I'm Although so- Trav might be a little mad if I go with you before I go with him, <laughs> but I think you need to teach this girl how to bow hunt. I would love that it so much. on my bucket list. It's let's do it. It's been on my bucket list for a while. Okay. Well, this fall, man. Come up. Okay. I'm I seriously, I would love that. And I have a bow you can use. I have one set up just for that. Cause I'm like, that's one of my things is I want to help bring that sport into people's lives. Cause it's, it's changed mine. Like, and people yeah. say it's weird. Cause it's, it's a bow. Like how could that change your life? But it literally has. So it's literally sitting right here. I love it. Well, Maybe I think that you're a badass. And I think that, you know, the fact that you're in my life has just been such an incredible blessing, Jess. I'm so thankful for our friendship. I appreciate you more than you know. Thank Mm. you. (laughs) Just you and the things that we've connected over, it's been one of those things that you're going to be in my life for forever. Forever. It's just one of those things like there's friends that come and go and there's friends that you keep in touch with, but to have that kind of connection with people is so incredible. So you women out there connect, connect with other women, find your people, connect with somebody, connect with people that you wouldn't normally connect with. Agreed. Connect with somebody in your community that maybe you see in passing, but you've never had a cup of coffee with. Yeah. I think Leandra had a great challenge out recently. I feel like where she said, just go have a cup of coffee with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's so, it's I so think, true. You know, we need to, 
we need to all be supporting each other, mm-hmm. not just women, men too. Like, oh, we're all in this together. Much. And I think that I've never quite understood the cold shoulder approach that some people take. Yeah. And it's probably just a defense mechanism. And yeah. I'm actually, I'm very introverted. Yeah. It's I'm the same weirdest, way. Weirdest thing. It doesn't seem like it. I bet a lot of people who think that they know me well are probably going to laugh when they hear this, but I'm extremely introverted. Um, and my daughter is too. Yeah. Clone of me. So since I've been able to recognize it, I definitely pushing her out there. Talk to everybody. Yep. Yep. It's important. That's, and there's people in your community that just like I had a conversation with this girl, Jackie, that I just released a podcast with. I'd seen her, I'd known of her, like I'd seen her on Instagram and I'd met her in person once, but like sitting down and having a conversation and a heart to heart, like we connected so much more than I could have even imagined. And then there's another connection, another friendship, another bond. And it's, it's so important for women to have those because you can learn so much about yourself. You can explore those relationships, bouncing things off people like ideas, thoughts, fears. We need that support. And men are always going to understand certain things that women go through. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Just real quick. As you brought that up, I have this weird like thing that, um, because I live in the same town that I went to high school in and it's, you know, I, I didn't even go to my 20 year class reunion. Um, I pretty much thought if I needed to do that, I could just go to the local watering hole. Everybody's there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, However, it's this really odd thing. I see a lot of my classmates or people I went to school with or new from school all the time. And you know what, you know what, I think they don't know me. Really? (laughs) Yes. I feel like, and I don't even know feel, I just believe like, oh my God, they probably don't even know who I am. They probably don't even know me in high school. What? I'm not going to say hi. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like not a soul knew me in high school. I was like this little wallflower or something. And it's really (laughs) funny because I've had a few of them go like, Hey, Jamie. And I'm like, you know me? (laughs) And they're like, uh, yeah, we had like three classes together in junior year. I'm like, we did oh my God, you know me, you know, it's it's very, it's a very weird, almost out of body process for me. So I have to say, if I've ever given anybody the cold shoulder I went to high school with, it's (laughs) simply because I feel like you probably don't know me and I don't want to embarrass myself by saying, oh, hi, how have you been? And just get the blank stare. Um, It's like a, it's a real thing. Yeah. I I don't know why. I get that. That's it. Or yeah, like worrying if, well, they're not going to know me. If I wave or say hello, they're going to think I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I think we all do too. I think we all do not even to a small extent to a big extent. I think a lot of us feel that same way. (laughs) Well, that makes me feel slightly better. (laughs) It is. It's pretty, pretty. I have been very, very, uh, I don't want to say cold shoulder ish, but hesitant to say anything or do anything and if they do say hi oh hi like I will talk to anyone but I need to be more open I've been working on it sounds really base level but like even like cashiers and people at the grocery store the convenience store people in town like saying hello to more people just because I feel like we need that as a community and society like we need to connect with people and that's where I love the podcast and in doing more interviews with people. Like, I love the connection it brings. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it too. Thank you thank for you. having me. Yeah. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode with Jamie. I am so excited that we were able to sit down and have this conversation. She's incredible. I'm so grateful to call her a friend. And I hope you guys were able to pull some things from our conversation, some things that you can implement or try, um, some challenges that we issued. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Let me know. Tag me in a story, in a post. If you have an experience with a first time, you know, exploring something or doing something for the first time that you have been wanting to do. Also, we issued another little challenge of getting together with some 
someone in your community, somebody that you maybe want to get to know better, go have coffee, go do something with them, have a conversation, rekindle an old friendship. It's so important to have supportive women, especially as women, in in your lives and having the right ones, the supportive ones and the ones that want you to win. So important. So let us know on that. I have our info linked below. I would love to hear your stories. Also, if you guys wouldn't mind um, subscribing to the podcast, rating, reviewing it, hopefully you gain something positive. I know there not every episode is going to, you know, be life changing, but hopefully you can take something, a little nugget here and there that will help you in your life, that will help you to develop better relationships with others, with yourself, and have a better life and live a life that you love. So if you guys wouldn't mind doing that, thank you so much for all your support, for sharing thoughts, um, for your messages, for just even listening. I appreciate it. And next week's podcast is going to be another incredible one. I have an awesome challenge I want to throw out there into the world. And it's something I'm super passionate about. It goes right along with the theme of the podcast, and I am so excited. So I will dive deep into why and what it is. So make sure and join me on that episode. Anyway, hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you later. See ya.